This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. So you're listening to Yawa Radio and, uh, you know, we cover various topics you know, all around personal development and well-being. And you know what? How can you make a difference in the world? How can you make a difference to the planet? Maybe you're thinking about that. Maybe you've not thought about it too much. So let's explore a few things right now. I'm joined on the line by, uh, by Mike Cunningham from Nine Trees. Mike, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Steve. How are you doing? Um, I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm very well indeed. Yeah, the rain has stopped after a torrential downpour, and uh, no doubt these, no doubt, Mike, it'll be the wrong rain for the reservoirs. You know, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, still raining here in Wales, which is lucky because the trees that we plant have had a very dry summer. Yeah. Um, some of our trees in Dorset have not had rain for three months, so uh, yeah, we're very lucky, and we love the rain here. So tell me about Nine Trees. How did it all start then? Yeah, so um, basically I've been in conservation for many years in practical habitat management and um, volunteered with all kinds of organisations. And um, I decided that I wanted to create new habitat, uh, not just maintain the habitat that we've already got. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, we work with landowners and we work with businesses and we work with individuals to all come together in a holistic way to create biodiverse woodlands of the future, um, which then people can visit every year. And we manage that woodland for 50 years. And it came about because um, I suffer from eco-anxiety, which is me being anxious about my place in the world and humans on the earth and the effects we've had on the planet and temperature rise. So, um, you know, I've done various... uh, different work in my life as well as like humanitarian efforts in Nepal and conservation volunteering all over the world and I often took flights Mm -hmm. so I felt bad really when I was on my last flight to Nepal um, and decided I should try and work out my carbon footprint for the flight and then I thought well I'll, I'll work out my carbon footprint for the year and then what should I do about it it's really hard to reduce your carbon footprint um, in this, um, you know, in the state of the world at the moment, um, there are things which seem to take higher priority. And it was also that I could really plant woodlands and trees were a really good way of sequestering carbon. So I worked out on average that everyone in the UK emits about nine tonnes of carbon into the atmosphere and a tree um, on average in a biodiverse woodland sequesters one tonne of carbon in its lifetime. So I thought, goodness, that's, you know, nine trees every year and the trees should be 60 years old before they've done their jobs. So we better get planting. So I thought (laughs) instead of making it really confusing, I'd uh, just start with nine trees per person per year. Um, And then obviously if someone wants to pay for 900 up front, we'd love to do that for them. So yeah, (laughs) nine trees was born um, with a, lots of discussions with friends and environmental uh, colleagues and people saying, yeah, it was a good idea and maybe we just needed to start it. 
Um, so me and Ash started it in 2019. And since then, we've planted throughout the UK um, in conjunction with landowners, obviously. So we're planting with their consent on their land in marginal areas, not taking the room of vital food sources. Um, and yeah, creating wonderful wildlife habitats for like biodiversity. Um, yeah, so we've got about eight sites across the UK now and we'll have another three or four by the end of the year. Uh, so it's 2022 and yeah, by 2025, we hope to have a site in every county of the UK. Uh, so yeah, we need your help to spread the word. I was going to ask you that, Mike. How, how, how do you go about getting the land? But you, you mentioned it, so you, you, you get in contact with landowners then, is that how it works? Yeah, so we basically set out our stall on, on the website and uh, tell various news outlets about us. And, and if they think it's interesting, they run a story on us. Um, and then when that goes out, like say in the Welsh Farmer or the um, like the Bristol Echo, um, landowners then can, will read that and come to us, or they might be searching online for how to fund my woodland. So there's lots of government grants out there, but many of them are oversubscribed and they come to us to see what we can do. So. You know, immediately um, it's kind of a bit self-vetting. So we don't uh, give the landowner any money. So no money changes hands between us and the landowner, but we do it all for free and we look after it for 50 years. So they're kind of like an altruistic landowner. So mm -hmm. they've usually, they're usually giving us half an acre or five or six acres um, out of their land and we'll manage that. Um, yeah, but uh, they don't get funding for it. Okay, and how and how does it work for, for you? This, if somebody wants to plant a tree with you, then what's the process? How how so, do they get involved? Well, ideally, each individual will plant nine trees every year, and that's a subscription process. But people can just donate any amount, um, and you can buy one tree as well, or you can buy four trees as a gift um, for your friends or for your household. Um, and it's just it's all on the website. And then we send them a certificate and a walkabout sheet as to where their trees have been planted and how they can visit them. Um, so we don't plant nine trees in your garden. We plant oh. 900 trees on some land, which is hopefully within a driving distance of your house. Right. OK. Um, and so it's how many sites did you say you've got now, Mike? Well, we've only got eight planted and yeah. it's now um, September 22. And we've got another three that we should plant in the next couple of months. And we've got 25 landowners on a waiting list from Land's End to John O'Groats. Wow. So the potential is there, but we need um, more like sponsorship and support from businesses and individuals. And, and Mike, how's, how's big are your team then? Because um, you, know, you mentioned you, you mentioned Ash, um, but there, there must, oh, I would suggest there's other people behind the scenes as well. Yeah, we've got um, a really lovely team. Um, some are are specialists in their field and they work with us pro bono at the moment so we've got like marketing specialists and people who are really good at organizing things and website and we've got people who are helping us on a voluntary basis as well and that can range from uh, volunteer coordination student liaison officer and regional reps mm -hmm. and then as they as time goes on then we hope to pay people for their work so we've taken on four people uh, now, which are just uh, like zero hour contracts, they're freelance workers. Um, and uh, that is like our landowner and contracts manager. 
and our office manager and also our web developer. So we've got a few jobs going, coming mm -hmm. up, and we've got lots of volunteering opportunities on our website. So we've got about nine core team members and then about five people who come in and help us with various projects or as and when they've got time. Okay. And, and I've got to ask you then, since you started this project, how was the eco-anxiety for yourself? Are you, is, is, it get, is it getting easier or are you even more anxious than ever with what's going on on the planet? Well, I think, you know, having something, um, you know, worthwhile and practical and tangible and something that I can go and visit as well and being in communication with, you know, subscribers who write to us and, and say thank you very much for what you're doing or businesses who, who puts in their sustainability report and then other people come to us from then. You know, that really helps me to know that I'm having a good positive effect on the environment or on the biodiversity crisis mm -hmm. and the climate crisis. Um, uh, you know, I still get eco-anxiety quite a lot. You know, when I, when I go and see a friend, which is only like 30 minute drive away, I'm thinking, do I need to make this journey? You know, should I try and see two <laughs> or three friends who are en route? Um, or, you know, when you're um, just everything you do when you put on the oven, when you're using electricity, when you forget to switch a light off, uh, <laughs> you know, all the things still happen to me, but I'm a bit less stuck. So whereas I used to feel over overbared with everything, and maybe not be able to do anything for half a day or a day or feel really upset. Now I'm more likely to be in that state for maybe half an hour or an hour. And then I can come out of it because I've got something that I have to do or should do or want to do. Um, or I've got a meeting with someone or a radio show um, <laughs> recording. Too. Yeah. Uh, so it really brings me out of it, you know, and helps me get back on to what I want to do. And also it makes sure I enjoy my weekends because then I've got to fit in seeing friends or going to a festival, um, you know, or spending time with family or going for a walk in the woodland. And I don't have to think about work at all. You know, my phone's off. Um, I've already set up what I want to do with my weekend. And uh, yeah, the UK anxiety is quelled. Yeah. Well, wonderful. And, and I know the listeners can't see this, but I can see a drum kit behind you. So, uh, yeah, is that that's, is... <laughs> uh, that's not my drum kit, but I, I can play viola. And my mum plays piano and uh, my brother plays violin. Um, but yeah, I, the world and the outside um, is the music that plays to my ears with, with the birds and the voles, you know, in the woodlands. And yeah, and that's what I really love. You know, my, I, I get that because I, I often say to people in, in some of the work that I do is, um, is one, right, well, I used the phrase sometimes, always remember to look up instead of looking down at your phone yeah. and, uh, and just notice the things around you. And, uh, and, and again, I can appreciate what you're saying. You can quite look at where, uh, where I live. We've got, we've got a wonderful um, forest where we often, Anne and I, my wife often go in there for a walk and, and just well, the smells, the senses, the deer, you know, everything. It's just nice to, to switch off away from this, uh, this mad frantic world that we live in at times. Okay. So, Mike, if, if people want to help and get involved, in, how can they get in touch with you? So on our website, um, it's www.ninetrees.org, and that's numerical nine, not N-I-N-E. Um, but searching Nine Trees will come up, uh, Nine Trees UK, and we're at Nine Trees UK on social media, um, and the same on LinkedIn. So there's a plethora of ways you can get in contact with us. Uh, we don't give out phone numbers at the moment because we're already um, over 
bad with emails. Right. So the best way to get involved is to go to our website, uh, drop us an email about volunteering or sign up to something on the website, like buy a gift of a tree for a friend or subscribe for nine trees a year um, and tell, you know, your work colleagues or your friends, you might want to band together and, and get some trees as a group. So the main ways you can help is by sharing what we're doing online um yeah and letting us know uh if you've got any thoughts on how we can improve our website um or anything else we're doing uh but we've got you know we've got many years of experience between us and um we've got all the processes and templates that we think we need uh but we do need help so if anyone out there wants to help or wants to buy a tree go to ninetrees.org and uh help us today wonderful mike's been a pleasure thank you for sharing the great work that you're doing and uh as I always say to my guests, whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, enjoy an amazing day. I will do. Yeah, it's gonna, I'm going out for a walk today now. Brilliant. Have a good day. Thanks, thank Steve. You. Well, thank you for joining me on this week's Glass Half Full podcast. If you'd like to join me as a guest, then why not get in touch? You can email me at steve at stevetwynham.com. And also, if you're looking for a radio station that is that little bit different, that brings you all about well-being and happiness and personal development and great music too, then check out Yawa Radio. That's Yawa spelt Y-O-W-A-H dot co dot UK. Check out Yawa Radio, bringing that feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. So once again, thank you for joining me on today's Glass Half Full podcast. It is produced and presented by myself, Steve Twynham, and copyright applies. And whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, have the best day you possibly can. <laughs>